special edition today we have a very exciting announcement johan are you ready for this one i'm ready for the mania that is coming the dexter mania Woo! dexter swinging out oh! Kills again. Dexter in the sight. No scope. Finds the bomb. Goes back again. Another no scope. Need to try and stomp him. Right into the graveyard. He goes into no scope again. Yeah, but still looking for the guns here. Just absolute mid speed. Both facing. Look at the chopper catching him. Dexter gets two headshots to a time. Makes it a triple. Wow, here is the man, the myth, the legend. Dexter, welcome to OG. How are you doing, my friend? Hi, guys. I'm great. <laughs> I feel I feel great. I will not gonna lie. I'm so happy. Thank you, guys. Thank you for this invite. Thank you for everything what you've already done for me. And I think we'll do a lot of more things happen together in future. Dude, you are the most exciting uh, roster person we brought in a while. And I think it's just like, not only you're incredible in the game, but I think your personality, you know, has taken the whole community and all of us by storm. Casper here is also uh, the person behind <laughs> this roster. What's up, Casper? How are you doing, What's buddy? Up? I'm doing very good. Like, I'm a very happy guy today. Uh, I like Dexter a lot, so this is right down my, my Ivy, and I'm very happy. And Johan, thank you're you, here, you my much. loyal companion as well. What's up, buddy? How are you doing? What's up? What's up? No, I'm good. I'm happy. Uh, happy we're all here today. Happy we could get on, get on this call and see each other again. Uh, yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be the last time, of course. And uh, no, today is a great day. An amazing day. Awesome. Okay, so we had a, a chance to have a little bit of our own Dexter Mania uh, Dream Blast. It was all very unexpected. You know, it happens in the last moment. And I want to be able to a little bit tell the story that we told before. But pretty much, you know, uh, we were notified last minute that Mantu got COVID. And then we called Dexter and he said, Dexter, do you have the balls of what he needs just to get on a plane right now and come and play with us? And your answer was, yes, sir. You know, fuck yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yes, obviously you had other plans to do that weekend, but your plans were changed in a second. Yes, it's true. And I remember I, I, when, when you told me it was awesome, you know, I don't know if you remember, you told me like, dude, if I'm going to be good, I'm going to be good any game, any tournament. I just want to play in front of people. Where is this fire coming from? I think from my young age, when I was uh, wanted to be in eSport, I was thinking that uh, I, I cannot do that. I burned in Dagestan. It's like, it's unbelievable for someone in Dagestan to think that he can be in uh, competitive in games. It's only sport. So uh, when I decide to myself that I could try and I want to try and uh, I should listen to myself from this age, it's games to me. I was thinking every single time when I was watching Dota or CS uh, that I want to play in front of people, see the fans and uh, travel in the world. You know, it's like 
if if I will not gonna be in esports, I will always like to travel in and see beautiful uh, people and beautiful places in this uh, beautiful world. And uh, when you give me this invite, I will not gonna lie, I wasn't ready for that. Uh, I was thinking maybe I should say no, because I really doesn't have any plans to think about uh, playing on tier 1 tournament with any team. But uh, when it was you, OG, I was thinking, whoa, that's very cool, OG inviting me. The second one idea that uh, bring it, uh, that was bring it to my head, I talked with my girlfriend and she says, of course, of course, you should try, you should go with them if they really want you to uh, Caesar, you should try. It's it's your experience. You can be on the stage. You can play with these people. You can see how they works. And I say yes. You're you're very right. You're saying very right uh, minds to me, and I I will go through it. And I write to you. Yes, of course. I need two three hours, and I'm ready. Yeah, it was very funny because you were like, okay, how much time I have? And I was like, I don't know, I think you have a few hours. And Mike was like, no, <laughs> you have 20 minutes. I was like, okay, Dexter, you have 20 minutes. <laughs> so yeah, it was, yeah, that's true. It was it really was like that because Mike was actually getting on a plane and leaving, so we had a little bit of time. Uh, and I think that from from my point of view, look, I've I've learned a lot of things from what I call the, the Johan and Seb philosophy. And you know, Johan is always looking for those sound bites. You know, Johan, you always want to know uh, why do people play? You know, where this motivation is coming from. And when you met with Dexter, what do you think that was the thing that I spoke to you about him? Yeah, I mean, you can hear now there's a motivation that Dexter says himself what he, yeah, what he thinks is is part of his strong set is is yeah the 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 burning something burning the burning desire whatever whatever it is that ha that that keeps you going and then when you hear people talk about why they do the things they do, you can also sometimes hear whether or not that has a an end or how high the ceiling is if somebody plays because. They wanted, you know, to be known or to be famous or something like that. That very quickly becomes like like a ceiling, right? Like people getting known, people getting famous. Okay, that's maybe not the hardest motivation somebody can have. Playing great, being known for, uh, of course, being the best or like never losing. These are things that are way stronger, way way more lasting in competition. And I, yeah, I really like listening to Dexter uh, when the the times we've had speaking. Um, and to me, it sounds. Yeah, it sounds like a good match, you know, because I can relate. I can relate to the things you say. I can, I've heard also many other people who were an OG who also talk about, you know, why they're here, why they play the games that they play and sacrifice, make all those sacrifices that you make. Um, I think, I think it's, it's, it's awesome to hear why people do the things they do. It's awesome to hear how people treat their motivation. It's, uh, it's inspiring and. So far, so good. You know, I like the hype that you you bring. This is mostly from the outside, you know, but you can see when somebody brings good vibes, good energy to at least to those moments. Um, yeah, I, all I can say is I think you have you have good good skill set. It's keep working with it. Thank you, man. I really appreciate these words from you. And yeah, for you, Casper. Obviously, you are a, a big part of this project. Uh, I remember during the last year year and a half, we were talking about how to enable you more, which is a big word in, in OG. And during the, when Nexa came into the, the organization, I think you saw your role also amplified, you know? You saw a counterpart in Nexa that was willing to work with you and was excited to work with you. And when we brought Dexter, you didn't really have a lot of time to practice or practice at all. But there was something that you liked about him as well, which is also what sparked this whole uh, deal and transaction. Tell me, what is the, how do you see Dexter as a player? 
um, how long time do I have? No, but um, forty-five minutes. The, <laughs> <laughs> I think the most important thing that Dexter has in his skill set that we could also instantly feel when we played at last is kind of the presence that the other offers kind of like respected him so much that the other players in the team got a lot more room to play with. And you could see like by Dexter having that aura around him, all of a sudden Neofrag could go do his crazy moves and they would be caught off guard. Fico having good situation on the sides, Nexa having easier time to call. So I think the presence on the server is very, very like key here. And you don't get the presence on the server without having the skill ceiling to kind of back it up. So I think that's that's kind of the biggest thing that you get one of like the very best operas in the world that the other players also know how good he is. So it kind of amplifies how like other teams look at us as a team while having like Dexter on the field. Like I think the, the good example that we can take is like the first game against uh, Navi on Mirage. Like five seconds into the round, Dexter is like actively searching a duel against simple top middle and I don't see a lot of operas like having the balls to do that. <laughs> and personality wise, how was for him? Because we didn't know, honestly Dexter, we didn't even know if you could speak English, we had no idea about you. We didn't know if you smell your own fart, nothing. We don't know nothing about you. And suddenly he comes into the team with his funny t-shirt, his shorts, and he's like, okay, hello, I'm here. <laughs> How was your first uh, day for them? Uh, are you asking me? Both of you, either of you were there. Casper, I'll let you answer you first. first <laughs> oh, you're so polite. Okay, I'll take it then. Um, yeah, I think it was like very good fit because like, we have a lot of like young players in the team and even though Abdul is also like to the young side it doesn't mean that he is shy in any means so whenever he came there it was quite like uh, no like everyone from the outside could also see that he will find a great like position within the team because everyone looked up to him and when he was talking everyone was listening and then you add the whole slaps on top of it and good vibes all around i think it was a pretty pretty good fit already like from uh, the first day mm. For you, Abdul, how was meeting the boys when you arrived there? Uh, actually, I, I know only Flames from EFL. Uh I didn't speak with any other players in the uh, new roster. So when I came uh, to the practice room, uh, Flames, he just came to me. Oh, hi, Abdul, how are you? Let's speak, speak some uh, Russian words with me. And after I'm sitting close to him, uh, I fly 20, 21 hours. And I will not gonna lie, I always um, looking how, how good I'm playing practice. Uh, with team, so I did the same. Uh, as I remember, uh, we played four uh, pracs, and uh, especially for me, it was very good that I just came to the team. I asked them uh, to give me uh, what I want in the game. Like uh, I understand, I'm uh, standing. Uh, we, we will not gonna make any good uh, rounds and tactics because I'm not Mantu. Uh, and I never played on his roles. Uh, I asked him to give me the space to work with my spawns and do what I want. I talk with Casper. It's a very, very good experience actually, because I'm thinking, I'm saying uh, thanks to my girlfriend and me, because when you invite me, uh, I think about it. It can be good experience. I'm playing practice and I'm saying Casper, okay, bro, look, I cannot explain to you why I want to go here, but I want to go here and you will see it's working. It works for me every single time in spirit. Casper uh, says to me, okay, you can go and I'm going and I'm killing four people on Beyond Ancient. And he's saying, okay, I understand what you mean. And uh, it was a very, very amazing feelings. You know, I never played with them, but I just 
I'm just trying to talk, explain what I want, and they just say, okay, you can do that, we will adapt for you. And uh, when we start to play like that, from the first day I was understand, uh, I, I, it's idea just came to my head, we can make it. And uh, when everyone in tournament was uh, saying that, uh, oh, we can win them or we can win them, I was just thinking, we will make some fun here and we can destroy everyone. We just need to play the game without these feelings. We can make it or we can win someone. That's it. It was it was great. I think Casper and I spoke about this and Johan was also part of some of this conversation that you, Abdul, were very vocal with what you felt you needed to succeed and to help succeed the team. And I honestly, uh, Johan, I, it reminds me a lot to, to you and Seb sometimes, you know, and even Topias. You guys are all very vocal telling you this is what I need for us to win, right? <laughs> I mean, there are players, so Dora, I don't know how different it would be, but I can imagine there are people who are good with words, good at expressing themselves, and it comes in all shapes and, and forms. And when you have a really good player able to say stuff like, I don't know why this is good, but I know that this is good. You you have to obviously go with it. And sometimes you have players who don't really say much. And that's where you can sometimes try to help and like tell them like, you know, this and this and this and this, if they don't have a clue themselves. But in general, somebody comes up with an idea. If you shut that down, it has to be for a super, super good reason. You know, that's how it works in Dota. And I think that how's, how it works everywhere when you have people in their field that are good and they ask for things, you have to, instead of thinking how they can be wrong or how you are right more than them, you need to get in the mindset of like, he is fully right. How can I get as smart as him? How can I make his dream come true? How can I see the world like he sees it? There's like all kinds of variations and like uh, degrees of this. I've, I've been with teammates who have been in the extreme opposite where they just want to be right. They want to prove a point and they'll even lose to do it. And it's, it's kind of insane, but you also have to understand that it's like maybe not how, what they really mean to do is really they're not maybe in full control of like their emotions and i think so often it's just emotions that take over crazy monkey brain or something um but honestly when you see people really shine and and they become stars at that moment like star players or the best at what they do in these games that we play is when the team says screw it i don't care how good I think I am. This guy knows what he's doing. I need to go with it. You know, I need to make this shit work. That's how you really enable someone. Um, and at the end of the day, yeah, it's, it's not easy for people to do, even if, even if this is like a good recipe to make, to make things work, it's a lot of players struggle with it. And I think, yeah, once you overcome that, you become best team in the world. Casper, what do you think? Sounds about right. <laughs> like it's it's kind of when you're inside a team, you also kind of like quickly identify the stuff that Johan talks about because if you have the best players, uh, some of the best players in the world, you want to also enable them to to be that version of themselves. So if you keep shutting it down, if you keep changing them into something they're not, then somewhere along the road you're gonna lose not only yourself but also the team identity, getting your way or the highway kind of. So. I completely agree. Like, obviously, this is sometimes easier said than done, <laughs> but of course, like that's uh, the aim we we have uh, also as coaches to help the players. And to be honest, we we sat down uh, with Dexter during the last few weeks, and we said, "Look, Dexter, I think that your ideas are super valuable for us. But are you open, you know, to also hear ideas from Casper, from Alex, from the other players?" And you, I I really like your answer. Your answer was like, 
I have my ideas. If you think that you can prove them wrong, prove them wrong. I'm open to all your ideas, you know, and let's together find the best ideas, you know. But there are some things that you know, you know, because you experience them and you know that there are some things, some things that it works for you, you know. Yeah. And I don't know, you're very decisive. I like that a lot. I think uh, uh, sometimes when you guys are speaking, uh, in my head, I, I want to just record what you are saying. Especially it was uh, right now with you, Johan, because you're saying mm, the part of my history, when I was young, I had these ideas, I had the same feelings, and I was trying to explain to my teammates what I want. And uh, for me, always was a problem to explain why I want this. Everyone is asking why you want to do this. And when you are saying like, I don't know, but I want everyone uh, giving you this answer. We cannot do what you want. Uh, one of my coaches says, we cannot play on your ideas. And uh, as you said, Casper, in this moment, you're losing your identify, like you're, you're losing yourself in the game because especially in Counter-Strike, when you're a sniper and you're not playing passive supportive, like you're, you're playing on your own ideas, you're making a lot of aggression, you need to have your identify because if you, are, if you don't have it, how can you do this most? And it's so interesting to look how you guys make it, how you guys take this experience inside of your career and you understand the same ideas that I came up in 20 only. <laughs> I started to play like that only like six months ago when I was working a lot uh, with myself, trying to listen myself, trying to believe in myself and uh, believe in my own ideas. So Topson, for example, Topias, yeah. uh, I get to spend a lot of time with him. He has, I mean, Johan, please, uh, interrupt me or cut me if I ever misspoke, but Topias has a very a clear idea of how he wants to play the game, right? He sees how his heroes plays and he has like within a range that he's like, I can succeed if I do these things. And how does he vocalize it to you versus somebody like Anna that maybe doesn't vocalize it well, but you know that they are both feeling the game differently, right? Anna feels it as well. But now you have to find a way yourself to conduct these ideas. Like that's that's two extremely polar opposites, and <clears throat> of course it's nice to have people break down things for you about their view about the game and and kind of see big picture with you. That's always cool, but you don't need you don't need uh, more than two. I would say one can work, two is great. You're gonna have three, four, five. You just have everybody. Everybody needs to respect that there is like a big picture. I don't again. I don't believe. I don't pretend to believe uh, believe that I know things about CS:GO. But I imagine that almost every strategy game has the same uh, concept of big picture and small picture things. You know, small picture can uh, make big picture things come together. Like one guy. Again, I'm just going to draw an analogy. One guy gets a kill. Now, maybe strategy wise, utility wise, you can secure the site, make it super hard for the enemy. Like in Dota, you can one small opening can lead to five different things, and on the small scale. Is where you find the openings on the big scale is how you really utilize um and for anna it was it was uh, one side for thompson it was another thompson could even claim a hero make a strat say this and that put a lot of words to it this can come together like this maybe not like full on full on full on full picture uh but almost and and he definitely had that ability he, he saw it he understood and he could speak about it anna 
No way, Jose. You can ask him, like, what do you think is good Hirana? This hero. It makes perfect sense. Great hero. Everybody knows that there's a lot to it. Now let's break it down. Anna, what do you think about this? He has no idea on how to put words on anything. So we do it. And it's great. It works out just the same, you know? But it also takes a very non-ego approach from both sides. He, ha he, he cannot have an ego when he doesn't uh, have gr hills to stand on. Because when we talk a strategy, we, can, we have to use words. He has no, and the same for us is like we have to fish and like get it out slowly, like or like make sure that we're saying the right thing so that we're not speaking wrongly for him. But we kind of have to speak for for him, and so that the whole team kind of understands more about the strategy, more about this hero, and so on. So yeah, you can have polar opposites, and I think both work. I mean, talent has many ways to show itself. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Thompson, you know, one great example, Anna, another one. Holy shit. So, Abdul, for you, how is different from playing in a, a Russian-speaking roster versus a English-speaking roster, you know? Because that's going to be a big change for you. Uh, I think it was uh, not so hard for me as people was expecting. Uh, actually, I think uh, one of the... You know, sometimes you can say thank you for yourself. Like, years ago, it can be... Uh, for me especially, I will give you example like what I did. When I was very young, I was playing a lot of games. It was online computer games like uh, Call of Duty or stuff like that. And uh, when I was playing uh, these games, uh, I doesn't know any word on English. Uh, but when I was playing with someone who is uh, speaking English, I wasn't asking them to translate their words and write to me in Russian. I was asking them to write these words on English, copy them, uh, put it in uh, Google Translator, I try to remember these words. And when people right now uh, who are speaking only Russian asking me, how did you improve your English? I just say, I improve it by myself. I try to learn everything what I can learn. And uh, when I was playing with you, uh, first match against Naya was a bit harder for me because sometimes when you have action, you want to say something that will be like very small details, but people will do that and it will helpful for you. It will be more impactful. Okay, I will say it like that. I hope people will understand me. Uh, and uh, it was a bit harder because it's like first match, People have emotions, people sometimes speaking uh, faster than it was in Prague. But anyways, uh, I don't think that it was like very hard for me. The most important thing that was in game uh, against Navi in first match, I can give it like example for everyone who is sitting here with me. Uh, while I was playing uh, with Spirit, sometimes I was wanted to play with AK or uh, M4 instead of my OP. I'm sniper, <laughs> but I like to do that sometimes. Uh, and in one moment, my teammate says to me, Abdul, we really want you with Ope, you are really good. So please keep your Ope every single time when you can. I will give you an example now with OG. That's really, imp it's very important for me, like for my ad identify. identify. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm asking Nexa on um, 3-0 on Ancient against Navi. It's third map. Uh, I have money for O, but I take AK in previous round. I'm saying, uh, okay, guys, you are going for B. I will not gonna buy O. I will play with my AK, and I will do what I want. I, I, I will. I don't tell them what I want. I just tell I will play with AK. I am jumping on boost. Now we're going five on A. I'm killing three, and uh, the fourth is low, and my teammate just uh, destroys them. If they will ask me to buy this O. 
they will throw two flashes and I will be full blind and they will kill me or I will kill only one. That's the most important thing when you are joining any team for me because it was not about language. It was more about believing in your teammate and uh, believing in the man who came uh, to you to stand in. And uh, I doesn't feel in any other matches that we have problems with my language because we always was trying to uh, talk with each other and tries to explain what I want, what they want from me, what we're gonna do here or uh, with what, uh, which way we want to play this round. And it was beautiful. I doesn't feel anything bad in uh, this tournament. So he's gonna buy. AKs. Maybe this is the, the whole new meta, you know? <laughs> no, no umpers <laughs> in OG. Quote me on this one. No, no, no. Uh, Op is very impactful. No, no, no. You said you want to play AK, you play AK. I have all this recorded, you know? <laughs> sometimes. I say sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Okay, okay. So yeah, Casper, for you, I think that... Look, when we started talking about the roster, about what we wanted to do, you know, I think that we had a few... Obviously, I don't understand CSGO. For me, all I was trying to push was more like the... The beliefs, you know, the system of beliefs that we we're trying to install. We wanted to install a coach that was hurt, a coach that had like a coaching staff with you and Alex, that was was gonna be able to to coach and help the players. But you also were very very observant with the fact that we didn't want just to puppeteer players into becoming what we wanted to become. And that is a, a big thing that we have to talk because if we wanted to do that, then we couldn't really sign stars. And we couldn't really sign young players that just wanted to run around and kill people. And I know that a lot of people online say, well, G is not taking CSGO serious. Yes, yes, we are. Maybe we didn't win what we thought we were going to win, but we've been taking this seriously from the beginning. And you were actually a big part of getting Fiku and, and Neofrag. You were a big believer that these two guys were going to be really good. And when Blast happened, I think there was a little bit of an eye-opening moment, you know, with Dexter there, because Neofrag and Fiku could click. They're really good players. And then, in a way, it enables Flames him more. And in a way, we saw a version of Nexa that we all like, you know, the Nexa running around and killing people. So how do you think that all these pieces are going to come together now? Are we going to be more aggressive? Are we going to be more like balls to the wall this time? What can we expect from us? I think the blast tournament was a good like first step in showing like the OG we want to continue like putting out there on the table because <clears throat> as I've also talked with Abdul about like we work with this type of philosophy that we have playmakers and by playmakers it also means that if you have playmakers you can bring in stars and then the stars they can do basically what they want but within reason of course and then if you want to support the stars then we give them the freedom to do so and then they need to live up to the expectations we have of them to control the freedom in order for us to win so that's kind of the first step that also me and abdul talked about but we also have with neofrag because he is kind of our other playmaker at a lot of maps that they need to complement each other somehow right so it's not full crazy full monkey mode running around all over the map but there's still like some some brains behind what we want to do but obviously like i think the biggest change not to take anything away from Manto either, is that Abdul comes in with a clear vision of what he wants and he's very vocal about it. And that's probably what we have been lacking a bit uh, previously. 
also because Nexa has been used to having these big like voices inside the team also from his most uh, recent time in T2. He had Hunter and Nico, which were very vocal. They wanted to do things in a very specific way. And then it was up to Nexa kind of to connect the dots in the end. And I think this picture fits that leadership style very, very good with Abdul coming in. And I also think Abdul could already feel it during Blast that he got the freedom to do the stuff he wanted. Sometimes it did very good, other times maybe not so good, but there are those moments we can also learn from. But at least he felt like, okay, I have my place to do what I want for us to win the games. And I think the same happened for, for Neofrag when he also realized that, okay, this is how we can do, this is what I can do, this is how I'm gonna be the most annoying player in the whole world for the opponents. So basically all these things connected kind of builds the the, the future project here in, in OT. And I'm I'm very happy because as you said, I like the prospects. I like the FICO and Neofrag coming in. Uh, I had a good eye for them very early on, also from like playing against them throughout like the last year and a half. And they have the perfect profile. They're young, they're hungry, they can click heads. They have no fear. We're basically talking about the first time they ever played on stage in Blast. They were like, and they were like, yeah, come my way and I'll sit you down, you know? So <laughs> that's a good mentality to, to have as, as core of the, the project. That's awesome. I'm getting excited. I remember after the major not qualification, I think that where we sat down and was like, we played with so much fear. We we're so scared all the time. And now there's no fear. There's no, not a little bit of fear in any of these players. I think it's going to be a race to see who actually gets more kills sometimes in some of the games. Ah, it's going to be fun. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, Johan, I've, I've always wanted to make you very proud with, with, with CSGO. I know we all work. I know at the end of the day, you know, it's your company. I will try to make you proud. And I feel that maybe somehow we didn't do it the same OG way. But I, I do feel that this is the most OG-esque CSGO roster we have had. Yeah, I mean, new players, first time on stage, doing well. Dexter having a partner telling him to join OG. And I feel like we probably have four people join OG because like a family member, friend or partner, somebody was like, yo, yo, this team, not the other, this team, bro, like this team. So that's... That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I think OG, the OG project has always been with uh, freedom and empowerment, but I I would say that yeah, CSGO is still a way different scape uh, than Dota, but this team seems to definitely be built more around the same principles for yeah, the team stuff. I would say, um, but again, I haven't. Even even the Dota team do things uh, slightly differently from from what we did, uh, and and I know things are, are always going to be different. But I I do I do strongly believe that there are certain core values that simply just it it helps the result if that's really what you're chasing or if what you're chasing is the best gameplay possible. I think this is also the way it it has to be like certain of the core principles that it, just, it has to it has to be there has to be present. Um, and I, I, I think it's fun. I think it's so much fun to see because it's also an, an awesome process. I love the process. You know, I love the, even though the grind is the worst part, it is the, the part you kind of end up cherishing as well. Um, and it's funny how it's so similar, all these things, you know, I think in every competitive team effort, uh, it's the, these things, they, they always appear. And I don't know how much I can say. Maybe I can cut it off the podcast if it doesn't work. But 
I remember you and I had a conversation after we met with Simple in Copenhagen. And I remember I asked you, it's like, Johan, what are they doing differently that, that we're not doing? And I don't know if you remember what you said. You said, like, they play, like, believing in each other. And they have, like, these more, like, controls. It doesn't have to be completely, like, mechanized rounds. But they just really have these things that they believe on. And I feel, I remember you told me, like, maybe we just have to do it slightly different, you know? Instead of just these completely organized rounds that like we had our Alexi B with everything is perfect, we're constantly searching this perfect round and we're like completely like I definitely didn't detail. talk about that. <laughs> I have no fucking clue what Alexi was doing. No, um, no but, but you I, told me about how I know Simple, Simple and Beat. And, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, Simple said things that were, again, like exactly the same thing as, as we had kind of used in Dota where it is simply like you, you empower each other, you listen to each other, like you make the guy's fucking dream come true. Um, I guess simple maybe talks a lot too and stuff, but they, and they have a coach that works really hard. They do their homework. They don't fuck around. They're pretty professional. You know, he was talking about unprofessionalism beforehand, but there was like a level of professionalism in terms of time investment for them and respect, like mutual respect, uh, for that. Like, yeah, it's. It's all good and fun and you do want to enable every other. There is a hierarchy. Uh, everything exists, you know, can exist within that. Everybody is here to make, you know, the best team work and, and stuff. Uh, what he was saying was very similar to some of the things that I guess we would have said were really important too. Um, yeah, stuff like that, you know, enabling, trust, do your homework, uh, work hard. Yeah. And no fear, I think, is also part of it, you know, and like create, and that's a whole atmosphere thing. I mean, this is probably something I don't think we should put in, but like psychological safe space, the atmosphere, uh, how fucking impactful all that stuff at the end of the day is. I'm sure of it. I, I would die on that hill for any fucking team game in even a kitchen, even anything. That's how it is. Uh, if you want the best out of people, you know, like you create a thing where people are motivated, they have motivation, they have somewhere where they want to go, they fucking... You know, if you, if you give them room to speak, if you give them room to do things, they will, you know, they will try their, their hardest. And then you have to also make it so that the ego isn't there. It's a safe space. People can fuck up. People can fail. People can, you know, try shit too. Uh, and then you add, you know, other things like professionalism, make it good, like start the day out right, have an idea, you know, try to, so you don't also waste time uh, with five dudes. Just don't make it too casual either. You know, it's a fine, it's always fine lines, but. It is a simple recipe at the end of the day. It's just very hard to maintain. It can be super hard to maintain. I think Dester is also a Dota fan and a No-Tail fan like we all are. Did you fanboy a little bit when you saw him in person? Holy shit, it's No-Tail. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I will not gonna lie. It doesn't have um, this type of feelings. Uh, when I was younger, I understand one beautiful thing. It's um, it's very important idea, in my opinion. When someone sees a person who achieves a lot and he's screaming like a young uh, kid who see like he's the best uh, character or personality i don't know uh, what you it can be uh, if it's everywhere like if you see someone who is uh, an actor and you're screaming like i am here can you sign or do something like that uh, it makes uh, sense it means that you will you are not on the on the same level as him right now you know what I mean? I I I'm, I think uh, I give good example, but maybe it's not. Uh, when I see the, I when I see Johan, mm -hmm. I just understand 
uh, I remember the photo that you did with Simple uh, on Instagram. And um, yeah, I know you know what I feel in this in moment. Yeah, I say to myself, oh, in one day I, I really want to speak with this person. Like I mean, in, in that moment it was you, Seb, for me because like the history from the first guy that you won was really interesting for me to watch. It was not about Dota, especially for me. It was I was really cheering for you. I wasn't sleeping in this moment. I never watched other TIs because I stopped playing Dota and I say to myself I should play CS 20 hour, 24 hours in the day. And I never joined uh, translations. But in that moment, I was watching every single game. When I understand that you came up from uh, open qualifiers, it was, I don't know, I, uh, if I will speak Russian, I will tell you more words about that. In English, I'm uh, like a, a bit blocked with that, but it was really impressive for me. And yes, I say to myself that I want to like speak with people that I respect. I respect what they have done and I respect what they can bring to the future. Uh, it can be not only with Dota, especially for me. Because I'm looking not only in esports, and yeah, when we meet, I say to Johan a lot of good words. That was really good words from my soul, you know. Like I'm saying thanks for him because I, when I'm looking, that simple is taking photo with him. I'm is giving me motivation, and I like I love it in myself, you know. It's like pure motivation that you can bring up to the game. You want to play, you want to achieve something that will give you this famous. That's uh, Nutel is uh, sub you in Instagram and he know who you are, you know, and uh, that's cool in my opinion because, like, I know who he is more years than he knows me, and now he like he's speaking with me and he's saying, okay, bro, uh, I want to uh, see you soon. Uh, I hope we will meet uh, one more time or stuff like that. He's inviting you to his own his own house. That's. That's I, I have respect for that. Especially I'm say, I I already say that I will say it one more time. Thank you, Johan, for this invite. It was very good uh, to see where you live, see your house, speak with you. Time, uh, I really love people. I say that in major, and that's true in my opinion. Uh, and I really love to speak with people. That is good in my opinion. Like you can be bad for someone else, but if you, I see some good. Uh, ideas, history, what you have done. It will be a really interesting experience for me to speak, if you are honest with me especially. If, if I feel honest with people, I feel uh, like more good vibes with them and I'm like, uh, I'm grateful that he's speaking with me and he's honest. So thank you very much once more. <laughs> especially it's worked with awesome. everyone of you. I, I already have some some lessons that I take to myself and using it right now. So thanks. And also you became very popular at the event. I saw you at the after party. <laughs> All the players were so welcoming to you, you know? Yeah. I saw Carrigan and Magisk and everybody. So how was that for you? Yes. It's like, oh, you're an international team and now everybody's like on the Dexter Mania. Uh, yeah, but uh, I can tell that with Carrigan it works out with uh, Major. I speak with him. I just came to him like I did with you, Johan. I say to him some uh, words that I have uh, that I have inside of me. Like I was watching for him when he was playing like five years ago, major, and uh, I say that to him. And after he gives me only one example, he says, "You don't need to worry. Just play your game." Uh, after when we was close to semis, it was like quarterfinals. 
and I came to him and I was trying to speak with him. He says, bro, we can play against each other, so I will not gonna tell you anything. Mm. <laughs> I say, okay, I understand that. Uh, he says to me, let's speak after tournament. We lost the uh, semi-final against him, uh, and after he wins uh, major, he came up to me and he say a lot of interesting words for me, like... Uh, he says some uh, interesting situations when he was wanted to play with me and I never know that. I was the man who just playing in Espada. That's tier one team doesn't doesn't even know this team. And um, he just came up to me and say some some ideas that I never heard and I never think that someone from this uh, level of Counter-Strike uh, can have for me. Uh, he he say, he meet uh, me with his wife, and she says he's talking a lot about you to me, and I was surprised with that because we are not even friends. We don't meet. We don't speak. We we are not trying to uh, to do anything together. So it was great. Uh, but after I played with you on Blast, yeah, some players that uh, that doesn't even speak with me previous. Uh, just came up to me and started to speak with me, say some good words, especially I was shocked when Zonic say, says to me Salam Alaikum and he starts to speak with me about everything is from uh, my city when I born. It was interesting. He says a lot of things that that's, it's like when you are doing something in your way, if you, if you like saying, as you say, Johan, like I can do that to help my team wins. Uh, yeah. Uh, when you are doing this stuff and you believing in yourself, sometimes you are leaving team if you believe that you need to do that and be better version of yourself. And you see that other people who achieved a lot respecting your way and see that you are doing something well, it's it's very good for me. I will not gonna lie. I just feel that yeah, maybe someone can say I do something wrong. Maybe for someone I can be bad person now because I leave them or I or I stop speak with them. But in in the situations that I have, I, that I want to achieve, I am doing well. That's that was incredible as well. I love it. I love these feelings. And yeah, you're. It's like when you are playing uh, from CIS without uh, any top tier uh, uh, level player players that you can speak with, uh, and you're coming to these top tier tournaments, and people are wanted to speak with you, wanted to know how you're practicing, how you're working. It means that your level is going up, and everyone respects that. That's very good emotions, and uh, that's very good for your feelings. Yeah, you became uh, popular. The, it was like your King Finera, <laughs> your coming out party. Everybody on the party was like high fiving <laughs> you, and the moment that they start drinking more and more beer, they high five. Go more and more <laughs> loud. Yeah, but... So, part of this other thing that we have is that we have another announcement to make that will come with your announcement. Is that Dexter? You're gonna have your own OG T-shirt, your own yeah. OG merch. That's I'm I'm I, I cannot I cannot say I I, I just wanna say so big thanks for you. It's like was one it was one of my dreams to have merch for esports community with me. I'm. It's pleasure for me. Thank you very much for everyone who just uh, do this process to make this T-shirt for my uh, for my brand. I don't know how to say that. When mm -hmm. I am on this T-shirt, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. This is actually Johan's idea as well. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've not been able to do it for everybody else. 
But Johan, remember, you told me like, look, this is what OG is. OG has to be a place where players get to work on their own brands, get to make money, get to live healthy lives. And by the time they leave OG, they hopefully live with a better life, with a better brand. Like they know what to do with their money. So I don't know, we're super happy with the Dexter Mania. And, you know, we still try to follow the Johan <laughs> philosophies. I'm super And if happy. you're having fun, we're having fun, you know, the fans are having fun. And I think that that is what an org is supposed to do, you know, make it fun for you guys. Yeah, it's very interesting, I think, because of uh, Johan, he's like player who create an esport organization. And uh, I think if you are not, if you don't ever touch esport and you will create an organization like OG, you will not going to bring this type of ideas. So thank you, Johan, as well, really. It's... Uh, I will. I, I will not gonna lie. I was never. I never was in any organization that have a lot of fans. So when I was winning, I was taking new fans. Right now, as I was thinking, I'm joining organization where a lot of top persons in esport are already have been, and uh, like some of them are creator of this organization. And uh, yeah, it's this T-shirt. It was like one of my goals. I was thinking to create it by myself in summer. And you're making it already just to help me. Thank you very much for that. Oh, dude, of course, I, dude. I think it's, uh, I think it would have been a shame if we didn't have, have the shirt. I think it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good idea. Thank <laughs> you. Everyone, like my family parents just came up to me now and asking for this five uh, hand for slap and uh, I'm, it's make me more funny everyone who is coming up and see me just asking me to do this slap and it's 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 incredible i create meme by myself i never i never <laughs> was thinking to create that <laughs> it was funny during the tournament Dex uh, dexter was like high-fiving flamesy and flamesy was like oh i'm gonna pretend that it's hurting and i'm gonna be like <laughs> And then the game finishes, the map finishes, they just win. And then Flamesy turns around and is like, oh, do you see me? Do you see me in the camera? He didn't say like, oh, do you see me winning the map? He was like, oh, do you see me with the thing? Was it, was it on camera? I was like, yeah, Flamesy. It was there. He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love this, man. Yeah. Flamesy gave me a few things to make fun of you. He said that we're going to have a special Dexter timeouts where we just ask for a timeout and we're all trying to figure out what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> the Dexter timeout. <laughs> I think Dex uh, Dexter and you and the boys are going to get along. And Flamesy, you know, he's, he's really weird because he's been with us for a year already, but he's still only 18. Yeah. He's just a veteran, but he's still very, very young. So look, I want you guys to have fun. This is going to be a whole new project uh, for OGCSGO. We are behind you. We will try to go as more tournaments as we can. And yeah, dude, pretty much... That's it for us is welcome. We're so happy to have you. Casper, we're so happy to have you as well. I've been trying to enable you for a year and a half and we're, I'm so happy that we're here. So, you know, hopefully good things or at least fun things, you know? <laughs> and maybe fun things lead to good things. Yeah. I'm so happy to have you now, guys, as well. Thank you. Oh, I, I really oh, see that. Oh. Just look, people who is helping me to join this uh, site to make podcasts because I had problems are saying to me, thanks for your time. Uh, I, I always say that to people, but I never saw that to myself, you know, like people <laughs> doesn't respect that. And uh, when I look on it, I'm, I, I'm like, like you did, Johan, I, I want to do that for them, you know, like I will put uh, off my own microphone. <laughs> 
I just want to do that for them because I see that people respecting your time and your and you as a person. And when I'm looking that you have stuff like that, I understand which level of organization I'm joining. No, no, I'm happy to hear. Hopefully, we can keep that up and, and keep improving. <laughs> I think that's a recipe, it. you know? We need players making organizations. So, <laughs> you know, we know at the end of the day that the players are the reason why we're all here, you know? Everything else is super important, but the players is the whole reason why we're here. So anything we can do to help them and to enable them and all that will be great. And the third announcement and last announcement of today is the first one was Dexter joining. The second one is the Dexter t-shirt, the Dexter mania. And the third one is that we are actually starting a documentary series with the CSGO team as well. Whoa. And the first documentary will be, it's called the Pew Pew Boys. And it will be uh, the first time that you guys put camp with Dexter. So that is happening. Took me a year to make it happen, but it's here. So yay. Yay, all of you. Great. Nice, nice. Great news. Okay, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure seeing you here. And I can't wait to see you in person next time. Yeah. Casper, thank you so much, my friend. Abdul, thank you so thank much. You. Johan, thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Yes, thanks everyone. Take care, my friends.